finishing and starting. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, your one year of taking control and setting a great foundation for your financial independence. A good friend of mine that I love and trust said she has seen me finish and start so many times, and that is true. There's no limit to the number of times you can reinvent yourself. Honestly, for me, reinvention is about finishing one task and using that as a stepping stone to another elevated beginning. I enjoy endings because they signify new beginnings to me. And who doesn't love a new beginning? The first part of this is that the life you build is inside the journey. The experiences, striving, and the goals are the stories that you will tell your kids and your grandkids about how you built this legacy. This is just another step to more extraordinary things. You have done well. One of the things that I did wrong or didn't do very well is to stop and review. One year is a long time. I just checked how much I had in saving and how much I owed. I glossed over the fact that I had cleared over 200,000 in debt. That's huge. Stop here. Close your eyes and breathe in. Breathe in the peace of mind of knowing that even if you're still on this journey, you have a clear plan of where the next check is coming from and how your next pressing bills will be sorted. Breathe in the freedom of knowing you can buy that handbag that you want because you saved and budgeted for it. You're doing well. You're stable. You have a plan. You're happy and healthy. Continue the list for yourself. I didn't have these when I began. That's why they're here. Use the notes page as usual to write down your affirmations. Whether you met all your initial goals or only some of them, this author applauds you for taking the steps anyway. Not everything contained here might have appealed to you or may have fit in seamlessly with your life. Customize, be creative flexible and filter out what works for your lifestyle and goals. As a reward, take yourself on a money date or just a date. Splurge on an expensive meal or get away for the weekend as a reward, but be intentional with that time. Use it to plan what your next 52 weeks will look like. Don't go back. My wish for you is that by the end of the next 52 weeks, you will have built the confidence and discipline to last you a lifetime. However, be careful not to slip back into old ways and habits or abandon your journey altogether. Your next step is to adopt new goals. List a few practices from the past year that will become a permanent fixture in your life and continue to elevate. Here's to the next step. Continue to take small or big steps consistently. Visualize your goals and make financial decisions that allow you to move closer to the person that you want to be. This is not an end, but a beginning. Here's to the next 52 weeks. Hi, my name is Jane Mazimba, and I am the author of Catching Fire, Weekly Money Suggestions to Get You on the Journey to Financial Independence and Early Retirement. It is a book about action, about financial freedom, the steps that you have to take to control your own finances 
and begin to build real wealth. I wrote this book because I went on a money journey myself. I'm still on it, different chapters, obviously, but I did it in over four years. And when I wrote this book, I was thinking about what I would have wanted someone to tell me if I had a guide who was holding my hand through that first year of me going on this journey of getting out of debt, building savings and starting to build wealth, what would I want to learn? What would I want to know? And yeah, so this is the story of what I would do if I was hand-holding somebody on this journey, again, using hindsight as the blessing to share with other people. Honestly, my writing process wasn't like very structured at all. I knew I wanted to write the book. I knew what I wanted to write about. So I would get these bursts of creativity where I would sit for weeks, maybe three weeks. I would write every day for two hours or three hours and just like pound away at the keyboard. And then I would go into a funk where I wouldn't write for a month or something like that. It wasn't until, I mean, I think almost a year after that, that I actually sat down and I gave myself an end date. I said, okay, this needs to finish by this time, that I actually carved out space in my day and I had an hour dedicated to just writing every single day. And that went so much faster. Um, and then also now getting in other people who are able to review some of my work critique, ask me questions. So I didn't have process at the beginning and then I got help and built a system. So half of it was chaotic and then the other half was very structured, very systematic and helped me push to finish the book. The book is dedicated to my parents and my son. Um, they are the three closest people in my life. So my parents, because... They consistently gave me the safe space where I could just live out, do all this random stuff, be creative, try out a bunch of different things. And if I fail, I always had a place back with them. They were just very supportive. I think they taught me a lot about money without actually knowing that they were teaching me so much about money. And my son, he's eight now. I wrote this book as a handbook for his life and his finances so that he doesn't have to go through the mistakes that I did. And hopefully he can just get the lessons and not get the experience itself, the negative experience that is. I want this book to be a companion for somebody. I would want somebody to pick this book up and be like, it's their friend. Like a Jane is sitting with you in your handbag, in your pocket, in your laptop bag, moving with you through a year. So it's structured in a way that you get a weekly money suggestion. And so I would hope that although some people will read it through at one sitting, I would hope that they will go back and they will use it as a handbook, a companion for their year with a relationship with money. What surprised me most about writing this book was, I would say, more so the number of times that we had to iterate the book. So I thought I would just write a draft or write the first version, send it off to somebody for proofreading, and that's it, we're done. But we went through so many iterations at every stage. I wrote the book, I sent it to somebody, they sent me back with comments, not even proofreading, just like comments, what about this, what about this? 
some of the people who initially reviewed the book were my friends. So they were able to ask like specific questions in certain chapters, like, oh, I know this happened in your life. Would you want to elaborate? And things like that. So it was surprising how many times I had to go through it and iterate and iterate and iterate. And even now when I read it, there are certain things I think, oh, we should change that, but it's already done and published. So yeah, that was surprising. Now that the book has been in the market for a couple of months, we launched on 25th February, I believe. The feedback that I've been getting lately in the last two or three weeks has been my favorite so far of people saying, oh, I am on week 25. I am week so-and-so and I have been doing the steps or I actually noted this and I've taken it on and I'm doing this into my into my daily practice or my life. I think that's actually the feedback that I like the most because it shows me that it's having the impact that I was hoping that it would have on the people, not just the book to read, to be entertained or be motivated for a, a week or two, but something that you can refer back to week on week on week and that will actually help you make the changes in your life so you can get better with your finances. That's That feedback has been so good for me. I think that my main message from the book or the thing that I want the readers or the audience to walk away with with this book is that wealth creation is simple. It's not easy in that you still need to put in some work. You still have to be consistent. You still have to be disciplined and you still have to walk the talk. But the actual steps are very simple. It's the things that you hear every day that you don't know how to implement. It's things like somebody saying, oh, set a goal or make a budget, but you actually don't know how. How do I actually sit down and go about step-by-step making a goal? Those are things that are tackled in the book. So at the end of the day, when you've read the book, I want the reader to walk away with knowing that wealth creation is easy, even as an African, even as a millennial, a Gen Z, or even a Gen X, that I can actually make these small steps that are practical, applicable to my life, on an everyday or a weekly or a monthly basis and I can actually build wealth and change the legacy of my family. My name is Jane Mazimba and this was Lemba, the Africana Authors Space. <laughs>